Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, November 16th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. Literally, no offense to anybody listening, but Ashley and I have very exciting... <laughs> we absolutely do not care about the show today. I'm going to make a we- break. <laughs> well, we, are, we care about the show in the sense that like... Yeah. It is why we are who we are, yeah, and we are exactly. living the most today on Broadway evening and of I am our an, lives. And I am an illusion in the sense that I'm going to be <laughs> gone in like 20 minutes so I can go see Company and for you to go see Spring Awakening. Fingers crossed that I'm actually <gasps> seeing Spring Awakening and not wandering 45th Street, but I think I am. I think so. I think so. exciting and insane, <laughs> so excited and scared, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been a musical day. It's, yeah, a, it's You know, today, you know who today is? for mm. chip zion yes always and that's all i want to say that's about it that. that's it baby <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh okay so as always make sure that you're on our patreon for broadway radio that's patreon.com slash broadway radio because like we're going to talk about in the show there's just more reasons to listen right so here's here's today's like head news right so i when i saw this news i <laughs> freaked out <laughs> because um <laughs> it's the news that i've actually been waiting for i didn't know this was happening and now that it is wow 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 so conrad ricamora is going to be replacing jeremy jordan when jeremy finishes his final performance on january 9th for little shop of horrors i he starts uh, by the way he starts january 11th yeah i cannot believe we are getting i'm literally aapi actually nerdy seymour it's amazing i think conrad rickamora is one of the most underrated actors i saw him in soft power and he was incredible Mm. and i was just like (gasps) why is he not a leading man at all times like it's i loved him in here like why oh yes Yes. like we know why he's not because gestures and everything um but this this (laughs) is so exciting and as you said like this is I mean, he's an extremely handsome man, but I mean, this is still better cast than probably any of the other Seymours in this run. So I'm delighted. Uh, I think Deep Tran was the one who said on Twitter something along the lines uh-huh. of, uh, if you're, you know, you're going to see this show come to life better with a person of color actually playing the lead role than you would with any white man. And cough, she's cough, a Pasadena Playhouse uh, did it right. Yes, indeed. And with a trans <laughs> actor at that too. Um, yeah. So you have these others that are in this role about being an other and that just makes the role in the show even better. I can't, like I I love this production so much and I'm obviously going to see it again. Yeah, I haven't seen this production and I actually love yeah. Little Shop so much yeah. that I've been I guess saving my body for this. I don't know <laughs> where enough. You knew it deep down <laughs> in your bones. I knew that there was going to be hey, hey, Grace, it's time to come over. So, um here we are. Conrad Rickmore, congratulations. We can't wait to see you in January for Little Shop of Horrors. Okay, so in some Spring Awakening news, because um, we are who we are, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Spring Awakening reunion concert that is happening uh, in mere hours while we're recording this will be the subject of an HBO documentary. Jonathan Croft, Leah Michelle, every single person this daggum cast is going to be in it. And it makes sense because somebody leaked a photo on Twitter today um, that was like all, all of these HBO employees like with little um, name tags outside of the theater that uh, were, were filming, obviously. Uh, yeah. And so... I think that they're just so they're documenting, obviously, the entire 
um, sold out one night concert, but also like leading up to it, their rehearsal yeah, process. Just the reunion gonna, in general, like not even just the reunion concert, but everybody getting back together for the first time and God knows how long. 15 years. 15 years. But I mean, I, I meant God knows how long. In fact, <laughs> I'm sure maybe at least one of them have seen each other at some point. But yeah, yeah 15 like, years. We know that Gerard and like, um, they they all hang out. It's fine. Like Leah yeah. Michelle, Leah Jonathan Groff, everyone's best, best friends. friends. Yeah. But Krista Rodriguez, that girl, she's out there being Liza Minnelli. She yeah. can't be hanging around. She's busy. She's busy. Yeah. So I'm I'm obviously really excited about this just to see like you know how it started at the Atlantic Theater Company and the whole documentary itself. So um, look out for that. They didn't give us a date, but uh, HBO Max will probably have it out in the coming months. So Alan Toy is joining Annie Live. I got that we got this in their group text <laughs> because famously we all As talk we about do. Annie Live. Yeah, this is all we talk about is Annie Live casting. <laughs> and Alan Toy has been named President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in the NBC holiday Annie Live. That's Thursday, December 2nd, 8 p.m. I didn't realize how close we were to December 2nd, especially after, you know, the change of Jane Krakowski to Megan Hilty. Like I <laughs> Yeah, Matt not that. Matt and I talked yeah. about that last night, and it was like, oh, yeah, we're really coming up on that. And <laughs> it's constantly surprising to me that we're this near the end of the year. But they're also authentically casting a person with a disability for the role. So yeah. that, that, to me, is is such a, a better step in, in that direction. Yeah. Of course, does this mean we don't get Christian Borrell's arms? It does. I mean, as Matt said, he mm-hmm. there's several other roles that he could play. Uh, and I'm I'm counting on Bert at this point because that's exceptional casting still not rooster but exceptional casting um even you mentioned that he has a disability even beyond that he had polio and is disabled from it like i don't think you could get more accurate casting unless you put my dad in the show that's amazing oh fair okay he's all right dad ashley's dad for franklin (laughs) ashley's dad is he equity no do we want him yes he should be him and his mismatched legs he'd be happy to be on stage genius all right so let's take a moment from the show to talk about our sponsor for this week upstart so what would you do theoretically and also realistically if you didn't have high interest loans or credit card debt i know what you'd do you'd live freely so true with upstart you can pay off your existing debt quickly and easily and start living your fullest life Yeah, Upstart, as always, is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. And whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors, ooh, like your income, your current employment, and your credit history, and they will find you a smarter rate for your loan. And you can check your rate without impacting your credit score and minutes for loans between between $1,000 to $50,000. And I mean, when you need money, you need it now. You get those funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. So find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Broadway. That's upstart, U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash Broadway. Don't forget to use our URL to let the know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. That's upstart.com slash Broadway. All right. Well, now we're finally into the meat of the show, which is what Ashley and I More want Sondheim, to actually always. talk about, which is <laughs> So Sunday Classic Stage Company finally opened Assassin's The Revival. Uh, and, and I know that Matt and Ashley probably talked about this already, a bit, but a I want to... A tiny bit. The reviews, because this John Doyle production had 
a lot of mixed uh well we're just finally we're gonna get into it and then also just to be frank we're probably gonna have to have a sit down patreon conversation because matt and i got to see it together on the freaking row abnormally magical it was so funny because ethan messaged me was like i didn't even know that you were at the show and i was like if i was sitting directly and but he bowed in front of my face so that's too focused he was in it. He was in it to win it. And he is yeah. astounding in the show. So Correct. again, I, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but I really would love for everyone that is able to see the show to see it. So mm-hmm. Laura Collins uh, Hughes at the New York Times did not make it a critic's pick, writing that assassins had been faulted since its premiere three decades ago for a supposed failure to make its desperate parts cohere. It's also proved many times that they can, yet Doyle's staging ma- never manages to harness that cumulative power. Faithful though it is the show's sung and spoken text, it's missing some vital connective tissue. This kind of seemed to be a through line for most of the reviews mm-hmm. that I read, but I'll keep going. So Adam Feld my favorite at timeout <laughs> gave it four out of five stars saying that Doyle has the ammo to get the job done a star spangled cast of the musical of musical theater prose but not the aim as scattershot as this production seems sometimes seems however it hits enough targets to draw blood at its best the show can make you laugh and then gasp back for breath Doyle's constitutional aversion to a showmanship and comedy sometimes get in the way of this operation. And this is something he he talked about a lot with the staging about how Mm -hmm. there were just so many pieces that he was like, this it's just not coherent right Mm -hmm. so helen shaw at vulture says the show isn't a flawless revival but it's so perfectly suited to the moment that quibbles about anemic staging and singing can wait she continues though doyle strips his productions down to just shy of a stage concert reading here it has mixed results and look it may be best that he refrains from big gestures since the active choice he does make in assassins are frankly weird doyle's staging makes comedy particularly difficult with the audience on three sides of a long catwalk stage it leaves even small scenes oddly directionless as though there's no good seat in the tiny house. So these sections seem a little lost, a little soft, a little undercooked. Mm -hmm. I really, that helped me really navigate the why I felt like some scenes Mm -hmm. weren't as strong as they could have been because the actors are obviously incredibly capable, but the catwalk did make that difficult. Yep, 100%. Uh, So I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter on Monday about these reviews and kind of just about how mixed they were mixed to not necessarily negative. I think even the negative parts of these reviews are still trying to not rip it apart um, because I know it's a show everyone really respects. I 100% agree with all of this. I thought it was an exceptional revival that I love and hope to see again. And there are definitely some pieces in it that either don't fit entirely or some things that, I mean, I saw first preview. So a lot of that was like, okay, there's some things that need to be cleaned up because they're in front of an audience for the first time in a hundred months. But there's a lot of staging problems in this show. It's, it's a difficult show to stage in general. It's a difficult production to stage here um mm-hmm. and as adam i think or one of them I, I guess it was adam mentioned that um you know this is this is three quarters of a room like you have uh you have audience members on three sides so it's not completely in the round but it's pretty close to in the round and therefore like the way a lot of the blocking is done you miss a lot of key moments. There's not really a, Helen said that it's not really, there's not really a great seat in the house because of it. Uh, and that's entirely true for, and weird for such a small theater. Like there's a lot of 
staging choices here and directorial choices that certainly could have done better. But I think all in all, this is, uh, I, I genuinely couldn't have asked for a better revival of the show. I'm so glad to hear that. And again, like we will be on our Patreon talking about it with all three of us because we oh, yeah. literally legally have uh, so much more. <laughs> There's so much more to say. Uh, in other news, there is already a one week extension added to Colored Water at the public theater. So the show doesn't even open until Wednesday, November 17th, but they've already announced a one week extension through Sunday, December 12th. So congrats to them. Seriously, I, I really want to see this. I am glad I get more of a chance to do so. In other extension news, Soho Rep has added two more weeks of performances to the world premiere of While You Were Partying. Again, Soho Rep, you are killing the game. And they yeah. are also running. Yeah, they're running the show through December 17th. So it's the Excellent. first full production that they've been able to do since the COVID shutdown. Yeah. So the fact that they're able to extend this is kind of fantastic. Absolutely. Additionally, Chicago, you're familiar with Chicago, the Broadway I've heard musical. Of it. I've heard of it. You've heard of her? Yeah. So Chicago will celebrate 25 years on Broadway tomorrow, which is today's show, I guess, mm-hmm. November 16th yeah. <laughs> at 6.30 p.m. for a very special performance. You know, we're going to get we're going to get the people. I- I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. I feel like we're going to see BB. If I don't see BB, like- I will scream. <laughs> this is a fact. Uh- Beginning at 5 p.m. at the TKTS Red Steps in Times Square, the Brooklyn United Marching Band will march to 49th Street playing candor and music. Okay, crying. Okay. Yes, marching band geek come through. Yeah. Oh, Precious. Oh, that's right. You and I were both banned. We were banned, people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a clarinet saxophone? Like clarinet, you sax- read? clarinet saxophone, yeah. And then occasionally trumpet for like parades. No, I, I'm glad you said this because I got woodwind energy when I met you. Oh, that's the best compliment. Thank I you. Got, I got that like warm, like reeded instrument energy from Ashley. So it makes sense. Yeah, we suffer. We suffer that way. <laughs> so I'm just saying you're probably <laughs> going to see BB and it's going to be really sweet. There's going to be a mayoral proclamation for them. I mean, this is kind of a big deal. I, this I is a very big deal been around for so long it's been around for a really long time and you forget you know even more so because of the change in productions which uh you know we always talk about how this isn't our favorite production of it but the fact that it's so long standing at this this point and so well known even more so because of the movie like always chicago i love chicago to death me too ah Why can't I wear black tights like them? Do it. Anyways, and recommendations. We're finally there. Who knew? Uh, (laughs) West Side Story released another short clip. It's like a 30-second clip called Falling Spot. And I'm just saying that, like, are we going to get more singing from these little clips? No, we are not. Absolutely not. They are not going to give that to us. But it is cinematically beautiful because I don't know if you're familiar with Steven Spielberg's work, but he makes movies and he does good. Heard of him. Heard of him on occasion. um, yeah, that's that's my recommendation. And then, of course, the recommendation Hi. for Ashley and Hello. for the world is yeah. the company Tiny Desk Home Concert in partnership with NPR, which was really freaking joyful. Oh, yes, it was. I've got to say, so, you know, I can't talk too much about company, but I've had some certain feelings oh. about a lead uh, actor in the show, uh, yeah. which which I've kind of hinted at occasionally. It ain't right. It ain't it ain't a hundred percent. Um but that person singing in this clip sounds significantly better when I saw them the two times before the shutdown. 
So I'm very hopeful for my Monday night performance is what I'm saying. And that's where I'm well, about to go. Well, I hope that somebody made it over to Liz Kaplan Studios and I hope that it worked out. So, <laughs> I hope so thank you so much for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on every single social site at It's Grace Aki. <laughs> Ashley, where can people find you? I think they're making new ones for you too. You can find me yeah. on Twitter and Instagram at No This Is Ashley. Ah, thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow.